Hello, you're listening to the Washington Weekly Review. I'm the Southeast Iowa Union's Kaylin McCain, and it is the week of October 29, 2022. Our local stories this week feature an excommunicated bishop, minibus renovations, and renewable energy ordinances. But first, a look at the big picture. The United States Supreme Court is considering the case of Proposition 12, a California law that would ban the sales of pork in the Golden State unless it comes from producers meeting certain moral standards at sow farms. Much of the legal conversation focuses on constitutional questions. Timothy Bishop, representing the National Pork Producers Council at the October 11 hearing, said the law violated the Commerce Clause. You know, Iowa has 65,000 sow farms. Um, It has a very great interest in how those sows are are housed, and what California is doing is essentially trampling on Iowa's ability to say no. If California can tell folks in Iowa how to raise their sows, then Iowa uh, can take the moral position that the most important, the most important moral thing to do here is to feed people at a reasonable cost uh, by, by raising sows using pens. Proponents like California Solicitor General Michael Mongan say it's perfectly valid. Proposition 12 bars the in-state sale of certain pork products. California voters chose to pay higher prices to serve their local interest in refusing to provide a market to products they viewed as morally objectionable and potentially unsafe. The Commerce Clause does not prohibit that choice. In southeast Iowa, most producers oppose the regulation. JWV pork co-owner Heidi Vitito said it violated free market principles. I will defend to their death their right to have products sold with whatever kind of production parameters are on it and label it as such and let consumers make their choice. My concern is consumers not having the choice. Rob Brenneman owns Brenneman Pork, one of the nation's top pork producers. The company is building a 9,500 sow facility to meet California's market, but he said other producers won't have that kind of option. Because now you've raised your cost. And we're in a low-cost business with a low, not a lot of margin in the first place. Some of the people, some of the independents that, um, you know, are maybe a little bit older, or a little bit smaller, might say, this isn't worth my time anymore. I can't afford to do it. And it took the fun out of it. And I might just decide to exit the industry. That would be, that would be my concern, is losing great family farmers that produce product that have just said, I don't need this crap anymore. That's the big picture. We'll be back with the local news right after the break. Todd Hahn Construction is an award-winning custom home builder with a 28-year history in the greater Iowa City area. Hahn's goal is to build you the finest quality custom home while providing you with a positive experience along the way. It's one of the many reasons they've been named the Iowa City Area Home Builder of the Year time and time again. A custom home is more than just a house. It's the culmination of a dream and years of hard work. Todd Hahn Construction makes that dream come true by always putting you, the customer, first. For more information, go to toddhahnconstruction.com. That's T-O-D-D-H-A-H-N construction.com. Washington woman Martha Sherman was ordained as a bishop on Saturday by the Roman Catholic women priests. The organization is excommunicated from the Catholic Church, but remains adamant about its beliefs. Well, we consider ourselves a part of the Roman Catholic Church. Um, We were raised Roman Catholics. Culturally, we are Roman Catholic. It's ours, and they really can't take that away from us. To come to one of our our liturgies, our our, our public worship, is to um, 
is to go to a Catholic liturgy. Retiring RWCP Midwest Region Bishop Nancy Meyer said Sherman was the obvious pick to take the role. Martha, we look forward to your guidance of our region in the years ahead. And I think I can speak for all of us when I say we stand by ready to help you if ever needed. Sherman, a former president of the RWCP, said she felt good about the title. When I was accepted to the program of discernment and preparation to become a Roman Catholic priest, um, it felt right. That's my journey, is, is finding some place where I felt like I fit, um, where I could do the most good. I've always wanted to serve. I've always felt called to serve. Washington County Minibus held a ribbon-cutting ceremony on Tuesday, celebrating recent building renovations that took around a year to finish. Minibus director Chris Gaughan said it was a major upgrade. I can speak for me and hopefully my mm -hmm. staff as well that we are Thrilled. so happy every single day. <laughs> I cannot tell you. I mean, you know, everybody's they're coming into the break room to have lunch. You know, they're, they're visiting and it's clean. <laughs> it's nice that there's two bathrooms. The building has new office space at the front, while the old work area is now a bus shed. Griner Building's lead general contractor, Russ Hunger, said the changes worked well. They just needed the space. They were sure. going to build a whole new building. And to be efficient, we came up with a better way of let's just do that and turn this back in the shop because it was already framed that way. They had their offices within a building of a shop. So. Washington County Supervisors plan to discuss renewable energy ordinances in the coming weeks. Wind energy is not yet on the county's radar, but Supervisor Marcus Fedler said ordinance discussions should start early. He cited legal trouble in Madison County, where officials sought to change codes after development started. Initially it was written as a, as a way to encourage wind development, but the way it's turned out is now it's, it's uh, the way the state has re- interpreted the law. Um, if you don't have it, you don't get anything. So something we can read about, look into. Supervisor Jack Seward Jr. said codes for other energy types should also see time on the agenda. But that's specific to windmills. Now, now we got to be looking at, is there anything specific we need to do with solar? Because that project is still ongoing. Yep. That's the local news. Stay tuned for the best news I've heard all week, right after this. This week's show is brought to you by Cafe Dodici. Stop by and enjoy a stylish dining room decorated with art from around the world, or have a meal on the European-style patio. Dodici's serves lunch and dinner Wednesday through Saturday, or you can come in for Sunday brunch. Dodici's offers new specials every week. The Value Meal features a three-part lunch special for just $12.12, and the Blue Plate is a three-course dinner special for just $21.12. You can double up your savings on Thursday nights with half-off bottles of wine. Treat your senses to a gourmet meal, complete with craft cocktails, fine wines, and richly decorated ambiance, all with a view of Washington's beautiful downtown. You don't need a plane ticket to savor Italian food and award-winning cuisine. And now, the best news I've heard all week. Brenda Rezor will mark one year as Wellman's recreation manager next week, a position that largely entails managing the city-owned skating rink. In that time, she's made major improvements to the landmark, now operating above a loss for the first time in recent memory. Rezor said she was having a blast. It's very um, upbeat. I mean, I literally go to work and throw parties all day. I mean, it's, it's just great. You get to see people happy. Um, you get to see kids, you know, just having a great time. 
and it's very fast paced and energetic and loud music and nice lights, you know, it's just a lot of fun. I mean, who else can say they get to go to work every day and throw parties? Community members seem happy with her work as well. Um, a lot of the older community um, constantly getting stopped in town and saying, great job, you're doing excellent, I can't believe what you've done, um, those kinds of things. So I feel like uh, they're pretty receptive. Um, as far as the kids go, they love all the changes and the new lights and um that it's just kind of really turning into a party atmosphere. And I think that's, they're excited to see that. Thanks for tuning in. This podcast is property of the Southeast Iowa Union, which is owned by the Gazette. Call 319-653-2191 to place your message on the air. Heads up, there's a candidate forum at 4 p.m. at Lebowski's in Washington this Tuesday, a week before Election Day. State, House, and Senate candidates will be there to answer a bunch of questions from voters. Starting at 5, the mics turn off and Lebowski's will hold a social mixer where you can meet candidates up and down the ballot one-on-one. The forum will be broadcast to the Washington Live Facebook page where you can also view it after the fact. You can also expect some highlights next week on the podcast. This has been the Washington Weekly Review. I have been Kaylin McCain. Have a great week.